It's episode two of the Phantom Handbook, part two of our Marvel Cinematic Universe coverage. And I'm your host, Tony Pinella. This show is here to give you a little taste of what a particular series or franchise has to offer and help you curate the perfect place to start. So if you listened to part one, I gave you some background info on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or the MCU as it's known, and I cleared up some things that are commonly confusing to newbies, especially during this current time where every movie seems to be about superheroes. After that, I brought on some friends and we went through the first 12 films of the franchise, letting you know which installments are must-watch, worth-watching, skippable, or never-watch. The episode also featured the Starter Pack segment, where we curated the perfect three movies to watch as a litmus test to determine whether or not this fandom is the right fit for someone new. So on this episode, we'll pick up right where we left off and go through the remaining Marvel movies through the release of Avengers Infinity War. We'll discuss each installment, and at the end, we'll also craft what we deem to be the perfect movie marathon for those who are more interested in catching up with the current releases rather than experiencing the entire franchise as a whole. You know, I said it last episode, I totally get it. If you just want to be able to see the next movie that comes out in theaters, you want to know what's happening without having to go through all 20 plus films before it. That's in essence what this episode is about. So without further ado, here is part two. That rhymed. <laughs> Yuck. So we are back for another deep dive into the world of Marvel. I once again have my dearest buddy, Mr. Lee Freeman. How, how are, how are I you? I didn't know I was This is a new, <laughs> I'm using response. this if it's a two-parter. So this is a new episode, Lee. It's been so long. So long. Oh my goodness. Okay, uh, Jeff Mina. Hello. And once again, Miss Sydney Shuck. Hi. Hi. So, we are just coming off of doing uh, part one. We've gone over what the initial, you know, gateway drug movies are. That's yeah. not the best way of putting it. I don't They're know. Not gateway movies. Yeah, the yeah. gateway movies. Uh, the, the good starter pack options to get you into the MCU. So, once you watch those and you've caught a bunch of the must-watches and worth-watching titles that we've talked about... We get to phase three. Mm-hmm. Phase three is the current phase we're in the middle of as of recording this podcast. Um, the golden age, if you will. I is it the golden age? I, I would argue is. phase two. We got no, so many. I would agree. Really... I think they. I think it's you know, phase three. I think they're just. It's like they're they're having no missteps with these. Well, we'll get to one misstep that I. Well, I know what but, you're gonna say, but, but we'll have, get to that. I have, I have an argument. <laughs> we will for absolutely get to that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, just as a summary, Phase 3 is comprised of Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, and finally we end with Avengers Infinity War, which we will, I think, be a little bit more cautious about going into spoilers about. Um, You've had time to see it. What? Yeah. No. If, if you, you haven't seen yeah. it now, you're probably in no rush. However, I would say for this podcast, let's try to steer away. Um, There's plenty to say without spoiling plot. Absolutely. The first film of Phase 3 released in 2016 is Captain America Civil War. This is the third Captain America movie. Political pressure mounts to install a system of accountability when the actions of the Avengers leads to collateral damage. 
The new status quo deeply divides members of the team. Captain America, once again played by Chris Evans, believes that superheroes should remain free to defend humanity without government interference. Iron Man, once again played by Robert Downey Jr., sharply disagrees and supports oversight. As the debate escalates into an all-out feud, members of the Avengers must pick sides. This film also introduces Prince T'Challa, also known as Black Panther, played by Chadwick Boseman, as well as the MCU's iteration of Peter Parker, otherwise known as Spider-Man, who's played by Tom Holland. So let's start with Captain America Civil War. Who would like to... It's a must-watch. Yeah. So much happens. We meet so many people that are big parts of everything from now on. Whether that's like their single movies or Infinity War. Absolutely. We meet so many people and there's so much... Plot. And this film defines a lot of those relationships yeah. and the yeah. shifts in those relationships yeah. oh, very yeah. well. Yeah, and I also think um, in the previous films, there's been so much kind of like, okay, we all have to like get on board with like these ideas and just kind of like come together and unite. And this is the first time you kind of see like, well, maybe I have a different opinion. Totally. Maybe I don't feel the same way. And, uh, and especially with Captain America, when we were saying before that one of his biggest criticisms is that he's just so good right. and kind of like like a real do-gooder, do-the-right-thing. So kind of seeing him kind of make his own decision a little bit, like, well, I think that's refreshing. And Absolutely. He's sort of, and he's put in a position where the question is, what does doing good mean? What does doing the right thing mean in this circumstance? Because there's not that black and white answer. Well, like, what is the right choice? But it also, yeah. it feels like he, in this movie, he kind of does what he wants to do. It's not so much what is good. It's like he's like you know, he kind of is doing what he wants to do. And totally. of course he thinks that's the good thing to do, but he's, he's motivated less by the greater good yes. in this, which I think is... Well, oh, in I Civil would War. say he's not motivated by greater good, but more avoiding the greater bad. Yeah, but also yeah. there's some... Pers- there, there's... This, there's a lot of personal stake in, oh, in yes, for him, which absolutely. I think in, yeah. I think before he didn't really take his own like personal thing into account and... Well, I mean, as much because that even becomes established a little later in. Yeah, as you know, we're dealing with the divide before that, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think he just—it's avoiding what clearly he wants to avoid. What clearly to him seems like is the worst choice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would absolutely agree. Um, I would venture to say. I don't think this is a must-watch for Infinity War. Oh, I when think we get it to is. that, and we'll talk about that later. But in general, I if you're, I mean, if you're rushing to get to Infinity War, that's a whole different topic. But if you're just talking about Marvel movies, I, I do say that this is an incredibly important movie. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah, the conflict isn't just oh, there's an alien. I obviously need to fight it. It is yeah. deciding how we're going to go. Well, about I want to throw out for this one too, and kind of I guess this is kind of to what Lee said before about um the sec- about Winter Soldier. I thought the fight scenes in this movie were really interesting just because I think when you get to a certain point in these action movies, coming up with new and original ways for people to fight that are still interesting, I think is very hard to do. And this one in particular, just like I, it particularly like made me notice, wow, like there's some real creative fighting. The largest conflict. You say that because again, viewing from my perspective of it, it definitely shows that they started really understanding how an action sequence should happen. You know, like, the first one is still a little iffy where it's like, guys, stop yeah. with the shaky cam. Let's see what's going on. The yeah. first but actually goes after shaky you get past yeah. the first one, they're great and golden. Yeah. And honestly, that's 
That's why you rank this one higher than... Oh, well, I think it's also just a fantastic movie. But yes, it really just has one or two scenes where the shaky cam has got to stop. But it also ranks on one of the best fight scenes in the MCU. I would absolutely count this on my list. If we said it was second or first, but it's definitely top three fight scenes. Ooh. I haven't made that list in my head, so I don't know if I can... Oh, we that, talked about I definitely top watch. five. I would have to oh, rewatch yeah. a couple yeah, of films yeah, to totally. make that list. Well, yeah. Ant-Man, I as much as I'm not a fan of that film, I mean, Ant-Man would make that list. Yeah. This one definitely has Doctor Strange we'll get to that, would make yeah, that list. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so overall, it is a must-watch. It depends. Okay. In general, yes. The movie in is general. a must-watch. We're talking in general, yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you're going to watch the MCU, you should make a point. Absolutely. Also released in 2016 is Doctor Strange, the story of Doctor Stephen Strange, played by Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, whose life changes after a car accident robs him of the use of his hands. While traditional medicine fails him, he looks for healing and hope in a place known as Comartage. He quickly learns that the sorcerers there are the front line of battle against unseen dark forces bent on destroying reality. Before long, Strange is forced to choose between his life of fortune and status or leave it all behind to defend the world as the most powerful sorcerer in existence. Okay, so moving on, speaking of Doctor Strange, uh, we have Benedict Cumberbatch in the MCU. Oh, I have so much to say about this Oh, please, let's start. I, I really, truly enjoyed this film. I really liked it, but at the same time, I didn't think that it was... I didn't think that on a technical level, if you look at the plot, at the script, at the development, the pacing, I didn't think it was that well done of a film. Thank you. But I really enjoyed it still. Like, despite that, I had I had a lot hmm. of issues with it, um, like, as a film, but, like, as someone just enjoying a movie, I really liked the character. I thought that they just kind of, it felt like they were really throwing it out, like, we need to get this character in the universe. Right. A little bit of a throw out. I loved, I loved, without spoiling, I loved the ending, because I I love kind of like an unexpected solution. But I I also thought he, I think he just gets too powerful too fast. That's my biggest gripe with it. But I felt like it was a very different pace. Visually, they took such a different twist on it. And they had some like really interesting things going on there. Um, and I'm curious to see what they do with this character going forward. If they, um, if they're, you know, if they do more Doctor Strange films, what they're going to do with it. Because... I, I think he works really well with everyone else, but I'm not sure what he would do on his own, necessarily. I mean, I agree with everything you said, and yeah. it's so interesting to me because you are one of the first people I know who's really nailed my thoughts on it as well, because everyone yeah. I know is just like, it's an amazing movie! Well, it's funny, it's I think that's what I've gotten caught up in, is that whole, like, the character is great. The world that it establishes is great. That is it's fair, just, it, does, it, it does go a little fast. And and the thing is, it feels like it it feels like they had Infinity War planned because he is very important in Infinity War, and they were like, we have to get to point B, so we have to rush there in some absolutely regards. We get his backstory, but I don't feel like I ever have an understanding of what the actual abilities or you know past limitations the ancient one is or limitations of this. They kind of throw out like he's going to join this group and they're going to teach him all these things, but they don't. They just. 
they're very vague about it. They're very yeah. vague about it's what like, they do. They give it to you once. Yeah, and and I did love that. There's a line in that um, that I don't. That again, I don't think is a big spoiler. Where they say the Avengers take on the physical challenges and we take on the mystical ones. Yeah. And I thought that that was a very crucial thing and Absolutely. very interesting and a very fresh um, introduction into the MCU. Just as well, it's not just these really strong people. It's people using their mind and like their Absolutely. inner abilities, but just overall like. I, they had so much to work with and there were a couple of parts where it just really felt like this scene is not great. You start to kind of create almost like so many things for him that he can do. It almost seems like he should be infallible. Absolutely. Like the powers yeah. they, with the powers they gave him or kind of allude to him having or allude to the other people with the same powers having, it just sort of seems like, well, how can anyone stop him? It's because we're not really told what the rules of this yeah. power or... Uh, universe is but it's too bad too because like you said yeah. he's a great fascinating character yeah and this movie is visually stunning it's yeah. so and it's pretty. just kind visually of almost a great. waste of it yeah also a huge plus I mean Ben the Cumberbatch yeah let's talk about him yeah and he's very great very happy to have him on board oh you know, absolutely like, what a, like, great two Sherlock's in the MCU it's, it's, it's an exciting time at times his American accent kind of yeah like, people do comment off. on that yeah and also again um, we kind of touched on this before but the whole, oh, we've got this really arrogant character that realized that, like, is kind of, you know, gets his uh, hard knocks and has to overcome them. Like, we have seen that before. Twice, yeah. yeah absolutely. It's, I think it's an interesting yeah. take on it. It this is. Time. It's more interesting. Is this skippable? Is it worth watching if you're going to experience the MCU? What do you, what do you think? I feel like if you're, like, just going, like, planning for Infinity War, you should watch it. Right. Because his character has such a big part in that movie and like you have to understand what he does Absolutely. to get See, it. that's the thing. I don't think they explain what he does well enough like yeah. Yeah. for... I'm kind of in between that because I agree. I feel... Because I'm thinking about it now. If we just saw Infinity Wars and weren't introduced to him there... Well, I'd be a little like, him. wait, who is this guy? No, what you're he's doing? Like, why is he... You're well, introduced to him in Ragnarok though. He's in Ragnarok. Okay, he's in... in he, we'll get to Ragnarok, yeah. but that's Ragnarok one of my gripes with it. And was that a good introduction to the character? Yeah, I didn't feel like I gained that much from him in Doctor Strange. That like I interesting. I think for me is I would put Ragnarok on skippable. So yeah. if we're skipping both of them, yeah, his need, first introduction is cannot. His yeah. first introduction cannot be yeah. anywhere. You also so. learn a lot about a certain stone. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Which is so Which vital. Is Makes it vital to Infinity War. But as a film on its own. As a film on its own, if, if you have nothing else to do, it's worth a watch. But At see, least it's Netflix. visually great. But see, we also learn a lot about a certain stone in that movie that then, when you do see Infinity War, there's a couple of plot problems with I think. Don't even get me started. So... Yeah. But we're saying like just as a movie as a, on its as own. I think the Marvels. I think universe. it is very much worth watching as a movie, but in the Marvel universe, I don't think so. Interesting. I think mm. it's kind of skippable in the Marvel universe. Quality wise and yeah, and I would say maybe I'm leaning towards agreeing, but mm. I would say it might be skippable uh, in general. Yeah, and might be. Uh, I'm gonna stick with must watch for. Marvel just because yeah. we need some introduction to Strange. It's the kind of movie that you might have seen like before Marvel started churning out these movies. Like the like you know yeah. when they used to release superhero movies, it's that it kind of could have been in there. It would in have. that Absolutely. in that group of films, it'd be yeah. a solid option. I had a much more firm worth watching before going to this. 
I am still going to say it's worth watching just yeah. to experience the MCU and, and all that that universe encompasses. Yeah. But it, it is a much more tentative worth. It is worth yeah. watching if you're going to watch all these films. All right, so Doctor Strange, overall skippable slash worth watching. It sort of toes that line. Yeah. yeah. In the context of the MCU, I think it's skippable. for something to watch and it's there, it's sure. It's so 50-50, it. It's, yeah. it might be worth your time. Let's see how you feel when you get to it. I mean, I love Rachel McAdams. She's amazing. She's and underused, like, how... And she'll probably... Like, that's... Uh, her one and done in the she, Marvel she, Universe. She'll never come back. Right. Yeah. Well, if there's a Doctor Strange 2, we'll see. Oh, but the first of the releases in 2017 is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. After the events of the first film, Star-Lord, Gamora, Drax the Destroyer, Rocket Raccoon, as well as their tree companion, are all recognized as heroes. Now, the Guardians must fight to keep their newfound family together as they unravel the mystery of Peter Quill's true parentage. Um, alright, we go on to one of my favorites, which a lot of people don't love this film as much as I do. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Yeah, um, I, I really liked this. I thought it was a really great follow-up to Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I just I thought they did a lot with it, a lot of development and everything. But it did kind of have a different feel because there was a lot going on in the first one, and this was and the second one was a little bit more of like a streamlined like one thing they're kind of focusing on. I would say, um, but it just you know they had a lot of emotion and heart to well, it, a I'm lot of family the, relationships. That yes. that whole aspect of every character has like a parental situation that's either abusive yeah. or dysfunctional and it's a beautiful story about but that. I mean similar uh, sorry similar no, what well, Peter Quill like always has like whether it's like an issue with his mother his father his like yeah. in-laws like it's <laughs> always <laughs> in-laws. Oh, it's always something well, just similar to what I said before about Avengers 2 versus Avengers, I mean, same kind of thing where Guardians of the Galaxy was so good, how do you follow it up? See? You know? But I, I thought they I did a good they job. I think they did it well. And I think yeah. they did a better job You're with this follow-up than definitely right. Yes, and it was a huge change of tone. But I think we also needed that because yeah. what were you going to do with Guardians 2? More quippy? Like, that would not have been helpful. That um, would have only impeded yeah. it. I think so the, they did need to make that kind of leap to yeah. keep it interesting. No, and I thought it, I did think it worked. The main criticism I've heard, I mean, the there's a point in the plot that gets very slow. Um, and it does, you know, it's hard to get through at a certain point. But everything that's happening is so good. Um, it also introduces a great character, Mantis. It, I, I like, like her Mantis. A lot. I'm not crazy let about Mantis. Let me, let me clarify. Please. Not like the strongest or most unique character, but just in terms of her moments, I like. Okay. I love the moments yes. she has. She, I would agree. I think she like. She's. I think she's so funny and like. And their their new addition to the yes. team is just. Oh. I love that that addition to the team. I think is is my, one of my favorite. Yeah. Oh plot god. Because talking about. Parental relationships. I, there's a really great video essay on YouTube. I believe her name is Lindsay Ellis. I don't know if you've seen any of her videos for any reason. Great video essay about this movie that, that really helped me appreciate this one even more. But um, the addition of the new guardian, other than Mantis, um, establishes this like parent-child relationship yeah. that, that you've never seen these guys have to take care yeah. of someone like that. And it, it, the theming just works really well for me. And um, the only other thing I'll say about Guardians of the Galaxy 2, though, is... Uh, there is a revelation about Peter Quill at the end that I think is a little kind of I don't know they I don't think they really made it super. It's just kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they don't really like touch on that in 
the next time we see Peter Quill, and it's about who he is and, like, what he can do, theoretically. So, overall, would we say, is this one worth watching? Is it a must-watch? Is there a case for this being a must-watch? I think it's, it's a worth watch, watching. But definitely worth watching. Okay. It's a good, it's a solid movie. Exactly. Yes. It's a solid movie, but I'm not like, you have to see this. Like, you okay. have to watch Guardians 1 for, like, the MCU world, but... This is kind yes. of just like See, a continuation. And if you Could do you like if you do like really cute characters, oh. then I would say it's a must watch because yeah. there is one a character. The new edition is a we're just like like I felt happier leaving the theater knowing that that character existed. You dressed as this character at Comic Con, is that correct? No, I was going to, oh, but I to. didn't come together. We were gonna <laughs> carry around a, an appendage and that was it. Yeah, it didn't come together. It was difficult to make happen. Oh. Um, all right, so Guardians 2, overall, definitely worth watching. Definitely. Released later in the summer of 2017 is Spider-Man Homecoming. After the events of Captain America Civil War, Peter Parker balances life as a normal teen with normal friends and being the newest and youngest vigilante known as Spider-Man. But against the command of his mentor, Tony Stark, Peter must go under the radar and investigate the mysterious new supervillain, The Vulture. 2017 was, I was really excited for this year because Guardians of the Galaxy comes out of the gate. Really solid. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. One of my favorites. This is the yeah, third of those, like... the first one I ever saw. Talk well, about that, yeah. Before Spider-Man, then the only other superhero movie I'd seen was Wonder Woman. I definitely like Spider-Man a lot better. Oh, yeah. And, like, I'm a huge Tom Holland fan now. He's fantastic. Like, yeah. obsessed. I mean, looking at the other Peter Parkers we've had, yeah. um, which are not in the MCU... Um, they're not bad, the other ones. I, Andrew Garfield, depending on who you ask. Well, you didn't realize what you wanted out of Peter Parker until you saw this movie. Well, I feel Absolutely. like I feel like he's the perfect balance because the Tobey Maguire Peter Parker was really socially awkward and just super far on that side of the scale. Then Andrew Garfield was really quippy and, and fun cool. and clever cool. as Spider-Man, but yeah. his Peter Parker was too cool. He was like a hipster. Yeah. I didn't yeah. believe him as a socially awkward teenager. Tom Holland is the perfect blend of these two. Awesome. But, You'll but, find you know, a way. with um, just with Tom Holland and Spider Man, and this is also just a credit to like better writing and kind of figuring yes. out. It's, it's. I mean, Spider Man is supposed to be like fifteen. He's a teenager. Yes. And the way that they've played it in the other films and like just previously, the way we kind of have this idea of him is like this very like big sense of nobility and kind of like sense of like what like the right thing to do. And teenagers don't have that. Teenagers, He's trying to balance yeah. being a kid. But also and they, they capture like the joy you would have at like, whoa, this is so cool. I'm Spider-Man. Like, we get to be Peter. We get to experience yeah. this world through Peter's eyes. Well, which is something yeah. Tony's always talked about is how do these characters just automatically know what the right thing to do yeah. is? That was my... There has to be a learning curve where they learn how to handle these powers or how yeah. to handle the situation. And this movie yeah. totally delves Well, giving that. him a mentor, that made sense. Absolutely. Let's talk about how this develops Iron Man further. I mean, this really... Yeah. If we're looking at his arc from selfish a-hole to this, like, loving, caring mentor character. Yeah. This is really rounding out that arc. With some yeah. tough love, too. Yes, which, like, yeah. much needed. And he's also a character who has... A, I feel like all the characters have a rough relationship with their parents, but yeah. his relationship with his father is very important to his story, and so he's getting to be, be in that position. Yeah. And, and that, you know... I mean, none of us have kids or anything, but, like, we hear about, like, oh, when you're a parent, you know, you're going to experience the same thing, and we're seeing that through him. He's having to deal with the issues that Peter brings up that he dealt with already in these earlier movies. Yeah. I will say, 
I was not looking forward to this movie. Really? Originally, I was not. I, I knew was a like, lot of people that were. Why weren't. on earth do we have a third iteration of Spider-Man? Totally this is fair. not necessary. But it was the best and one. It really it was. was. It, I left the theater and I just could not believe how much I loved it. It's you just you didn't know how much we wanted that Spider-Man until they made it. And Absolutely. It. That somehow Marvel and Sony worked together. Yeah. I don't know how that worked out. That movie yeah. started the obsession that That's I have today. <laughs> I'd say it's a must-watch. Just because, I say it's a must-watch. Well, because Spider-Man... Oh, it's a must-watch, for sure. I would argue that Spider-Man is one of the most popular heroes. Like, yes. not And I don't mean just in the movies. Like, like recognizable. Oh, growing I up, I had no idea who Iron Man was. Yeah, I, I didn't know yeah, anything. I knew the whole Everyone has always known Spider-Man. Right. And I think they... They instead of just like he's not just a symbol now, like they also made him like very likable, very heroic. Like they they gave him the backstory he deserved to like yes. for that icon status well, that he had. And also not to throw the young one out there, but it helps with like the younger kids. Yeah. I feel terrible saying that. No, now I, feel old. no I was no, great now I feel watching old, him because. He's my age. I'm about exactly. to turn 15 and like into it and like, okay, and it sure, like, I'll go watch these yeah, other ones. Yeah, there's, and also like, and then he has such a good uh, dynamic with the older characters in oh, the crossover. It's so yeah. interesting. It's, yes. It's a really cool dynamic for him to have. Fantastically written. Yeah. Uh, amazingly I'd portrayed. I'd it a must watch. It is a must watch. Um, possibly my favorite. And also released in 2017, Thor Ragnarok. Thor is imprisoned on the other side of the universe and finds himself in a race against time to get back to Asgard. He must stop Ragnarok, which is the destruction of his homeworld and the end of Asgardian civilization at the hands of an all-new powerful threat, the ruthless Hela, played by Kate Blanchett. So, looking back at 2017... I was so excited. I was like, yes, Guardians was great. Spider-Man was fantastic. I, I was more than excited. I mean, I was through the roof. Like, you are you kidding me? Thor looks like this fun 80s romp, and I do not have a popular opinion. Most people love this movie. I am not a fan of Thor Ragnarok. I, this fine. Thor 3, the Thorable as I call it, it is just, I, as an individual film, I can understand maybe liking it. But one thing Marvel does really well is they've developed these characters and, and they've sort of made their trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, they bring on a new director and they decide to change the tone completely. And if you look at Thor as a franchise within itself, they just decide to like cut out a ton of important storylines. Yeah. The romantic storyline is just gone. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the you know. friends are no longer important. Like things just happen like that. So anything you've established is is doesn't matter. And it's we're just tough, thrust. though. It's the director tough. was clearly sorry. No, the no, director no. was clearly just a fan of Guardians and wanted to make a Guardians that's movie. The thing. So that's it my... felt so much more like a Guardians movie. But the other thing is, uh, I have a hard time with it because yes, they really kind of threw the tone that they'd been going with for Thor out of the water. They just mm -hmm. like threw it away, and um, they really kind of got rid of even just the style that they'd been using. But I also think Thor Ragnarok was more entertaining than the other Thor movies. I'll absolutely give you that. Oh, I will say, though, but my so issue is less so with... Because you can have a film that has a different tone. We've seen that with these characters yeah. going into films. The problem isn't changing the tone of the film. The problem is changing the tone of the character. But, Because yeah. the way I always explain, the way I feel about how Thor is written in this movie, you know, if you look at two key guardians who are both hilarious, you got Star-Lord, who's quippy funny and a jokester, and then you have Drax, who takes himself, like, so seriously, and yeah. he, you know, he can appreciate a joke sometimes, most of the time he, he, 
you know, is the butt of the joke or just doesn't indulge in that. He's so serious. And the thing is, in all these films, Thor has been established to be this serious fighter. And he yeah. can, like, indulge in a joke sometimes, but he, he's this really serious warrior. And then you get to the first scene in this movie, and he's written like Star-Lord. He's like, yeah. well, I guess you're wondering how I got here. And I'm like, what is happening? But I actually think that they did need to do that with that character, but with more of a progression. Because eventually he's spending so much time with these other people that aren't as serious as him. He's spending so much time with these other heroes that are more lighthearted. Yeah. And I think that he would eventually get to that point. It came out left field. Yes. And it's the problem is it wasn't so much a progression, he just was quippy yeah. all of a sudden. And it didn't even make sense Out of nowhere, yeah. Out and they nowhere. didn't move to it. And they then, just went there. you know, yeah. not gay and have ourselves. But then we go to the next Avengers, and he's back to normal. He well, I thought like, he was kind of a nice in-between. In he was, he was a good in-between. And I thought and he really landed, but that in-between... been yeah. Ragnarok Thor, totally would be on board for it. Yes. But the fact that... We like went too far and then pulled it back. Yeah, yeah. doesn't make sense. Especially no, no I agree. I thought like where he was at Infinity War, he if they had put that him, was like, perfect. Yeah, because that was right. great. No, and if this film, if he had had that tone in this film, I would yeah. have enjoyed it a lot more. And I just I love Jeff Goldblum so much. Um, His character didn't do much for me to be honest. He, no, I sort he of wasn't feel like a super wasted. important character. I just love Jeff Goldblum. Same with Kate Blanchett. <laughs> he I, played himself, but well, and also the new. I don't care about the new characters. Like we spent all this time yeah. developing these old characters. They yeah. don't matter. There's especially a certain character who everyone thinks rocks. Oh. Rock. oh. 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 But, but, like, literally, just his delivery, I don't find him funny. I think he's funny. I just don't think he's going to be useful, like, beyond this film. Yeah. Um, no, but for Valkyrie, yeah. she could have been a really amazing character. Like, she could have, they could have used her in a way in this film where we would have been like, give me a film just about her. Absolutely. And they kind of didn't. They almost, like, kind of banked in on the fact that. It's like a woman. It's a woman of color. Like she's like fierce, and like then they kind of didn't go there with it. Now, if they had established that whole the Valkyries and all that in a prior movie, and then we meet this one one-off yeah. Valkyrie, that would have been more impactful. Yeah. Because then that it's like, really oh my gosh, cool. we know who the Valkyries are, and this one's lost her way. That's a, that so would have compelling. Been really Instead, compelling. it's like, let me tell you about the Val Valkyries, a group of people yeah. you never cared about. Before it's now. an afterthought kind of character. Totally. It's it and sort it of falls in that Doctor way. Strange category, the way you described it, where it was like, we know where we need this to go. This is a transition movie. We know we want Thor to be funnier. Yeah. We know that we want to throw in sort of this mythology. It just doesn't land for me. I would venture to say, with the exception of what it sets up, this movie's skippable. I agree with you. See, I would say worth watching just because I do think, I know that they didn't, that they really moved, like changed things with Thor, but I also kind of liked him a little bit more like that. A little bit more, just because... Totally fair. Um, I, not, I, like, I, again, I do think in Infinity War, they really found their happy medium with him. I was yes. very happy with him in that movie. Um, I would say worth watching just because... I thought I think they went a little bit too far with the comedy, but it was highly entertaining. I will give that to you. If I wasn't so frustrated with the inconsistencies, yeah. I would have been able to like. I gave it a second viewing, enjoyed it a bit yeah, more, but I was still bothered with the especially inconsistencies. Especially since they're generally so good about that. They genuinely yeah. are, yeah. but this, this is this weird exception where it's just like let's just completely like mind wipe and rebuild this character between yeah. films. I would. I also was really just thrilled to see more of. Like, yeah. it was just Should fun to see him and, like, get more of him in a different side. Um, I know you're still not crazy about that. I Just I the movie it, itself. If he wasn't playing off of Thor, if it was in a better movie, I would love to check it yeah. out. But, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because I feel I definitely 
say with you, skippable except for what you need to lead up. But if you decided, or someone came to me and said, I don't want, I only want to watch one movie in the MCU and that's it. I would have no problem saying, okay, this is one to consider. But if you're not watching any other movie in the MCU, because I'm, if you have no other Thor to ever compare him to, it's yeah, it's yeah, probably, that's what I mean. Well, it's, yeah. if it was on its own, that'd be a different story. I yeah. think my questions with it are more so But if you ever have a plan to watch any other MCU movie with Thor, no. It's I probably a lot more enjoyable. I'll, if you do that, you also take it out of its context, which makes a lot of the plot confusing. Um, yeah. Which, it's hard to just... No, he catches you up. Oh, sure. He just yeah. tells me everything that happened. That's that's great. Yeah. Exposition is fun. Um, so I, w- I would say worth watching, but I understand, this, but I understand the skippable part, and I, I can see where that would go, although the ending of Ragnarok is very important. Oh, my God. Shitty Word starts where this one ends. Yeah, um, I would say if you don't care about watching this movie, definitely like just watch the last four minutes of this movie yeah. and the after credit scenes, I and also, you're caught up on the state of... Yeah. Thor's world. How is Asgard yeah. doing? Where are we going oh, yeah, to Infinity yeah. War? Yeah. What's going on with Loki? What's going on with Thor? And all the above. Um, yeah. That's the thing. That's kind yeah. of important. Yeah. Or you could just have someone tell you and skip this movie. Yeah. So yeah. skippable, skippable, worth watching. But the towing skippable. Yeah. Skippable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Released in 2018, Black Panther. In the aftermath of Captain America: Civil War. And in the wake of King T'Chaka's death, Prince T'Challa returns to his secluded homeland of Wakanda to prepare for his coronation day. Now, as the heir to the throne, he must step forward to confront a challenger from his country's past in order to lead his people into a bright future. So then we get to this year, we had the release of Black Panther, which broke all sorts of records. Yeah. The largest grossing solo movie. It was so good. It was so good. It was great. It was, and it's like, I mean, we said this about a couple of films, but kind of took on a little bit of a different shift and a different tone. And it brought in a lot of like, kind of, it established this cultural aspect of a superhero. Yeah. Um, Just with having like, it's not just like, oh, he's a superhero, he accidentally became one. It's a cultural tradition to have this hero. And it all, and it had this element of like, kind of um, legends and like myths and like, like ancestors and everything. There was a really cool shift, but then they just nailed it with also the modern references. That kind of yeah. like dynamic between um, the modern, the very, very modern high technology and then the very like ancestral side of it. I thought that was, that it's landed also like, was amazing. The right to power. Like yeah. why should yeah. you have powers and not me? They yeah. kind of delved into that too. I loved this movie. I well, it's, it's a movie where, and um, I feel like Infinity War does the same thing, you kind of end this movie not disagreeing with the villain. Oh, absolutely. Oh. And in his circumstance, I don't blame him for going yeah, down the path he and did and, and for believing also this. Also one to of be the best right. villains in yeah, the Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely, because uh, a very well-formed villain. And it's amazing for them to have formed this, like, a villain and give him a backstory and a reason, mm-hmm. and like, that quickly. Because they, they, they handle that so masterfully. And then again, like, the music was great in this movie. Yes. Like, it was really cool but also really like grounded and like naturalistic yeah and this movie if like you didn't want to watch any of the old ones is a great starting point for like for the, the next new Marvel yeah and it's also probably one of the few great standalones like it works yeah. great in the universe but you could easily just see this movie and be happy actually looking back at our starter kit this could also fill that Guardians of the Galaxy role because it doesn't 
spoil it. I mean, it's one of the most recent ones. Still doesn't spoil anything that no. happens. No, doesn't spoil no, a single thing. So. The end credits. Kind of. Yeah. And there's also, there's a scene in, there's like a flashback in this movie and kind of a reference to Civil War. That, but they uh, don't say anything about the status of the Avengers or anything no, in there. They, they said that yeah, thing happened. Yeah, but you, it is a reference, yeah. But they, I think they covered enough that you kind of get the gist of it. You don't yeah. necessarily need the previous movies. but And then also, of course, like just the fact that they managed to do a movie that could have, like... I know, well, I, keep, I, I know I keep criticizing Wonder Woman, but no, Wonder no. Woman capitalized Feel on the free. fact that it was like the first big female like superhero movie. And that's great. And but it but then like it did well because of that. Absolutely. Black Panther did well because it was a great movie. Right. Which like was just so nice to see. Like they nailed they just nailed it on like every front. Absolutely. It's bad that I felt badly for not liking Wonder Woman because I want there to be more female protagonists in the film, but I was like, I enjoyed but this it. movie is great. Versus yeah. this one where, I mean, yes, of course I want diversity in casting. But you but nailed it is the movie. But it's film. Yes, yes. Like um, everything else aside, it's just a great film. Is Absolutely. It, is it a must watch? I I would venture to say maybe. I think it's a must watch. I think it's in a must watch. Pantheon, just, I mean, it's still very fresh in our minds, to be fair. Just from the point that it's a good movie. Like, it's just... I mean, yeah. okay, if we're talking about leading up to Infinity War... I would say not maybe, for Infinity War. Not for Infinity Probably War. Probably not, yeah. But in general, I think if we're just saying, like, what movies are so good they must watch. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I think it, you should absolutely... If you're going to hit up the MCU, get well, to Black I Panther. also think that um, my criticism of Doctor Strange being that uh, I didn't think they did the best job establishing it, I think... Um, Black Panther kind of covers some of the stuff that I wanted in Doctor Strange about Absolutely. just having yeah. like these kind of traditions and these very like ancient ideas mixed in with like the modern. I think Black Panther did what Doctor Strange didn't for me there. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Totally fair. So must I'm watch. I'm gonna say must watch. Must watch. Yeah. Must watch. Must watch. And a great Definitely follow up like when you do like for the year they had before there like like a yeah. great like yeah yeah okay your golden age. You know, I really classification. Do think so. You might be right. I, I don't really know. I, I, there are some really solid entries in phase two. You know, I think in general, phase one, they were getting their footing. Phase yes. two, we have some really solid entries. Well, but you, well, you know, here's what it is phase one, they were finding their footing. Phase two, they kind of found what they were doing and found what worked. And phase three, I feel like they're topping themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think phase one, finding footing, but also they had so much to establish. Yeah. Like, Absolutely, finding footing and finding where they wanted to put things. But, like, really, they had so much to establish. Like, it's crazy how much they had to do. Yeah. That's why I like those movies, though, because they kind of set everything up. Absolutely. And, like, they're They're very foundational. They're, like, they're my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Black Panther must watch. Avengers Infinity War. This film follows the mad titan Thanos, who has been slowly lurking in the shadows throughout all all of the MCU. He's on a mission to collect all six Infinity Stones, which he plans to use in order to inflict his twisted will on reality. Now, more than ever, the Avengers must work together, along with Doctor Strange, the Guardians of the Galaxy, Spider-Man, and more, to stop this immensely powerful foe. The fate of the planet and existence itself has never been more uncertain as everything in this series has led up to this moment. 
And finally, we arrive to we the most recent yes. entry. I think that's a never watch. You should never watch Infinity oh War. God. God. Spoilers. No spoilers. Um, if you want your soul to feel alive and, and not sad inside, yeah. Please watch this movie. Infinity War is, by, like, without a doubt, a must-watch. Yes. yes. Um, so if you have put in the time... This is the culmination this, of a lot this of all this. Been leading to. But this I is have, the first stage of the culmination. Well, yeah, no, that's what I have to say about it. Um, and because I wish I had known this going in, I thought that this was a conclusion of sorts. Even knowing that there was going to be a fourth Avengers movie, I thought this was still the closing of a certain chapter. And it's really, you could call this Avengers Infinity War Part 1. They originally did. And they yeah, did. And, and I think, like, I, I just didn't realize going into it just how kind of to be continued it would end yeah and I, it surprised me and I guess I guess I could have read you know the, the, the signs just the fact that it, like the fourth one is coming out so soon and right. in a year right um, but but at the same time it was just so good it was I mean they knew how hard they knew that they had to give this one their everything and they really did yeah. the way that they brought all the characters together um, you know it is the most ambitious and most it was the most anticipated crossover and movie of all time and off. they did it Everyone. they did they i mean did it. we were discussing before we started recording and i don't disagree i mean i think this is the one probably the best it could have been yeah. however you know we were discussing how it was maybe a three and a half hour movie originally that they had yeah. to cut down Oh, there yeah. were a, a couple of scenes that, that felt you know, a little feel cut. like they were missing something. Yeah. And clearly they had to choose where to make those cuts. I mean, it's a great movie no matter what, but there's a few times where you're like, well there's a lot of fan service this in this movie. There but at the same time you feel like you've earned that yeah. oh, from totally. like being on board with all the other movies. Well, this Absolutely. this movie does not function as well, its own film. Did all yeah. You cannot Absolutely. Right. This movie, like, this is one of those movies that there you need the context, and it's. I mean, I would recommend like watching all of them first. Absolutely. Like, I think that's the best. Any, this is, the I best know. way I've heard this no explained. Point. I've I've heard people say that this is like the season finale, and it's like you're not going to watch a television show and just skip to the season finale. No, the more right. leading up to this that you have seen, the bigger right. the payoff will be for you. Absolutely. Yes. So as, as you be as invested as you want. The more of these you see before this, the better yeah, this film will like, be for you. I cried at the end of this movie oh, just because... Um, at the end? <laughs> at, at the at, end? At, How about the first five minutes? Oh, How yeah, about the first 20 like, minutes? Tears. But if I hadn't seen any of the other movies... Well, because oh, they, I wouldn't care. Because yeah. right. you care about the characters. Like, exactly. they make you care about the characters. Really attached. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, like, I cared about the villain to a certain extent. Like, Infinity War really blew me away with their villain development. Especially just, there's so much kind of like dun 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 surrounding the villain like just from all the previous movies and they right. really There's a wild lead up. they really deliver with him like I really enjoyed that character and I really enjoyed I just really enjoyed the movie I think they they crafted it exactly how they had to absolutely I think he I think he is the best villain in the MCU Without mostly because out. he has been the focus of this entire journey yeah. we have been leading up to and him and they surprised and me with him yes it's not doomsday no. in in Batman v Superman, who's just like I'm a giant monster thing. No, he's uh, he's, he's part of the emotional investment. He's in this got film. a very specific motivation, and it's not self-serving. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So it's a must watch. It is a must watch, but definitely must watch, but not without context. Yeah, and I, I'm just really curious to see where they go in the next one. So that was the question I was going to leave us on for this portion before getting to yeah. the Infinity War marathon stuff. Um, 
Are you going to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp? I feel like the resounding oh. answer has to be yes. I feel like I have to now. I don't care about Ant-Man. I don't. Yeah. But if this film truly takes place after these events, I have I think to it, see. Do we know that it happens after or Yes, during? I believe they said... Because it could be during. The thing about Ant-Man and the Wasp is... Uh, I feel like uh, I feel like they said didn't um, they say in an interview that like there's important events happening in it? Am I yeah. I'm, like I'm pretty sure yeah. they said like if you like it's the follow up and especially like it, even if it's whether it happens during or after you just kind of gotta know like because I'm just curious to know how they're gonna navigate that well, and then of course we're all gonna rush out to see Captain Marvel. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's... like that's. You That's know. a given after this movie. Yes. Yeah, especially okay. because they know that that I mean, even though Ant Man and the Wasp is coming out after Infinity War, they know that their next big one that everyone's anticipating. Like this movie is so highly anticipated. Right. It's I'm so curious. I'm I'm very excited to see where this goes. I didn't think I'd still be tuning in after as, as you know we said. I, I thought can't. this was going to be it, and I could yeah. take a break. But nope, they've got me coming back for more. Yeah. Before we peace out, let's quickly touch on. We've talked about, in general, what you need to watch. Um, but if you are rushing to see Infinity Wars, specifically right now while it's in theaters, what films do you need to have a handle on going into this big film? You're not going to get yeah. the biggest Do we have payoff. a number that we have to get to? See, or... it's hard to just say three. I mean, we can I, try. No, but Let's you just know say what? I've got possible. my three. You have your three. I would like to give... Oh, right. The, I would like to just give, though, the, like, you know, the, uh, the forewarning or the uh, for suggestion rather um i would never recommend seeing it without seeing as many of these movies as you possibly can right no this but is a different this is a scenario if, where someone's like i have three days yeah. before seeing this movie i can watch one movie each night i yeah. don't have time but to watch in, more yeah. what in do i terms watch? of what i think you must watch if if, if if limited i would say guardians of the galaxy the first avengers and captain america civil war i think that that because those Ooh. three with those three movies you get every character. You meet all the characters that you need. So you you've strange. gotten like you strange. You don't. Oh, you don't get you him. You don't right. meet Doctor Strange. But, but I don't think I think that's okay. I would agree. That's all hard. Go for it. My little sister Brooklyn. We saw it together um, a couple days after I saw it with you guys. Oh, she and saw Infinity War. Yes, because oh. she's seen all of the movies except for Strange. Okay. What did and you I had to do a little bit of explaining. But for the most part, she got it. Like, all I said to her was, like, he's a guy, he controls Time Stone because he does stuff. And, like, yeah. you know, yeah. in a little more detail. But, like, after I, like, kind of explained what he did, she got it. Okay. So, like, it wasn't completely... I guess I, well, if you're going to leave out a character. Well, like I was saying, I never felt like they explained his limitations or anything well enough, like for it in the first place but those are the three where I think you get with without him I guess you get pretty much every character in there I no. think you just well yeah no I think you have the right yeah, answer I that's pretty straightforward if you I have to do three granted if we were to sprinkle in more if you have more time I would say hit up uh, yeah try to yeah. strange I would say throw in a Guardians 2 or a... See, I don't think you no. need Guardians 2 at all. I think Guardians, it, going you, into Infinity War, developing we, the relationship between the daughters and the father. If we branch it up to five, no. Okay. I don't think Guardians 2 makes that So cut. definitely strange because he strange is a character. For sure. um, which one? No, 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 please. No, I was like, no, just so we like meet Wanda, but like we don't. But well, but the thing her. is, I think you get enough gist you, of her in. Civil if you're War. able to, though. Yeah, if you're able to, I'd throw in Age of Ultron. Because that's yeah. also why 
you don't necessarily need Spider-Man, as great as the movie is. Yeah. Like, you don't need his movie to go into it. Yeah, so do we agree? It. Do we agree with this list, then? Yeah. If you're going to be minimalist, do those three. Do Avengers, uh, Guardians, Guardians, and Civil War. Civil War. Yes. If you're able to add more, Avengers 2, Doctor Strange... Yeah, I, mean, I think that's a pretty and or and or Spider Man Homecoming. Throw that in as well. I don't think you use that. The no. the the Star Peter Parker relationship. Has a lot you kind of as much as I'm not a huge fan of it, I would say Ragnarok over Spider Man yes. just in needing information. Oh, I no no no, no, I, no, I, no, I, no you're fine. No, you're fine. I fully I just, agree with that. I think the I setup think, and I love Spider Man. It ranks two on my list. However, it is not necessary going in. Also, yeah. to be fair, the Tony Peter relationship is established in Civil War. Yeah, we because have I mean, it goes deeper. But I, I mean, there's a lot of relationships that like you're gonna miss the full like development of totally, them. But yeah. it really like you can go back and watch it later. Yeah, okay. but like you don't need it going into it. Yeah, I agree. So our we have our limited I think list, so. but yeah. Impossibly a Thor Ragnarok. I would. As much as it hurts my soul. Yeah. I, yeah. It hurts my soul too. It hurts my soul. There you have it. There you have it. Oh my goodness. We did it. We have solved Marvel for you. That wraps up our conversation. Thank you so much, you three, for being on the podcast. I really appreciate yeah. you guys coming in and talking Marvel. So, as you may know, there has actually been another addition to the MCU since we did this interview uh, Ant Man and the Wasp, which is the sequel to Ant Man. Uh, you know, I saw it. It was better than the first Ant-Man. I know in part what I mentioned, I wasn't a huge fan of it. But uh, in polling a couple of the others, I know Lee thought it was worth watching as well. Uh, you know, it was a good time. And it also helps set up where Ant-Man fits into Infinity War and all that good stuff. But anyway, just thought I'd mention that since we recorded this before the release of that movie. But yeah, thank you so much to Lee Friedman, Dev Mina, Sydney Shuck. You three were so much fun. You were the absolute best, especially on a day when I thought this was only going to be a one-part episode and, and it took twice as long to record. So you guys were the best guinea pig guests I could have had. So thanks again for being awesome. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, please be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Uh, I'll be posting a couple of different fandoms a month. So our next fandom will be released a couple weeks from now on Wednesdays. And uh, if you want, be sure to give this a rate and a review on iTunes. I guess that helps us get listeners or whatever. But, you know, what's most important is I'd love to hear what you think of the show. You can also connect with us on social media. Our social media handles on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, uh, we are at fandom underscore handbook. That's F-A-N-D-O-M underscore H-A-N-D-B-O-O-K. And let me know if you agree, if you end up watching these movies and you think we're completely wrong about all of them. I'd love to hear your thoughts, so be sure to reach out. Once again, thanks for listening. I'm Tony Panella. Until next time, nerd out. What follows is a little bit of spoiler talk that got edited out when we got into Infinity War. We just couldn't help ourselves. So, we got some bloopers, and we got that. So, spoilers abound. You've been warned. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how much I can say without, you know... I'll never it. It's fine. Yeah, well, because I... And they make you... Like, I cared about the villain to a certain extent. Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't disagree with him, and there was the part of me that thought, well... 
is he going about things the best way? No, but he feels that that's the only way to accomplish, like, the general He wants to accomplish his goal. And it's, he wants to do it in the fairest way possible. And he's trying to do things, he's trying to make everyone, life better for everyone. Um, and that's why, you know, he's not saying, I don't like you, like... You die. No, and you, you should edit. save the universe. You should edit this out. Yeah, because everyone th- looks at it as being he's trying to destroy the universe. No. He's trying to save he's it, and you should it. edit yeah. this out. But even just at the end, he has all of the power in the universe. But then once he does what he wants, instead of going on a rampage, all he does is go and watch the sunset. Yep, he's done. Like, he... he like, it, like he's... Uh, to himself, he's doing what must be done. Yeah. And actually, along those lines, and this is totally a spoiler, so you may have to edit it. Yeah, I like it. Absolutely. But along those lines, if he really wanted to, he could have snapped all the heroes away. Yeah. And to he, make his life easier. And he didn't. He chose he it still, for it to be It was random. still random. Right, right. And he yeah. could have easily have still snapped them all away. So it's yeah. not about like, I must do this. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, he's, he's not evilly trying to balance the universe. That's yeah, and also um, the fact that when Doctor Strange said, well, again, out of the south, when he says, "There's uh, gonna be a lot of work. It's fine." Yeah, I know. I'm well, just because this yeah, one, yeah. you know, like, yeah, yeah. Um, when Doctor Strange says, "Like, if I give you the stone, will you not kill Tony Stark?" And he doesn't. He could. Right. Yeah. He's he agrees. Got, he has morals. He's not doing... He, the only people... He's only stopping what is standing in the way of achieving what to him is genuinely the greater good. And even the fact that he followed up with Gamora's home planet. Absolutely. And, yeah. like, and then he talks about his own plan and he says, you know, they didn't do anything. They're all dead. As bad as it seems to kill half the people or to just, you know, eliminate half the people, if it's all or nothing... Or if it's, like, some or nothing, right. don't we want some? Yeah. I mean, oddly enough, in Captain America's Civil War, we're kind of have the same argument. It's like, yeah. we shouldn't save anyone. It's like, well, the lives of a few are worth protecting the greater good. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that what the Avengers do? Yeah. yeah. And it's- some people die in New York, but if we didn't save, if we didn't intervene, everyone would die. I Absolutely. just think... I will say the one thing, and this is more, like, character choices, not necessarily even, like, writing choices... But I had a real problem with some of the character dumbness in it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, exactly. Oh and I can't, yeah. like, no, there were a couple get into of... it. But oh, I definitely out, but some. everyone hates Chris Pratt now. Well, every, yeah. Chris Pratt's at fault. Gamora's at fault. Um, what is going on, Dr. Strange? Exactly. Oh, I know. Portal okay. around his arm and cut it off. He, yeah. he's in the theater, he was but like, also, why don't they cut it off? Why don't you just go back in time before? Yes, Why didn't you do the Dormammu thing and just exactly. have the thing in the loop and there? Yeah, there was enough time turner. You could course, use it again. Of course, they couldn't do that. Well, that was that was not the one scenario where this all works out. Yeah. So well, apparently, yeah, the you can't do that. Time turner thing. I think there must have been some issue with that. But I well, don't okay. understand why they didn't at least attempt to cut off his arm. The fourteen million like, comment is kind of a cop out in, in the a beginning lot of, of the movie. When like one of his like children is in the portal and then it cuts off his arm. Like why couldn't they have done that? With exactly. No, it's, that's my before. point exactly. Yeah. Like, do they've established yeah. that this is a thing they can do, and yeah. they're trying to pull off his hands for like five minutes. Why wouldn't? And Tony has the knife that yeah. comes out of his hand. Right. So we have a knife. We know that they're trying to get it off his hand, and we know that portals can cut off his hand. So why right. don't we just like wrap this all up into yeah. one? And cut off his hand. Because we wanted Chris Pratt to do something stupid. Morons of the galaxy. Well, it's just, the thing about this movie, honestly, is that there there are a lot of moments that you have to suspend some reality, but at the same time, it's what works for this universe. I mean, 
I thought they did like a really good job considering that. Like there are some moments that are a little frustrating, but just overall, like I am willing to overlook all of those moments while watching this film. Cause yeah, there are a couple of moments where it's just like that you could have done something else there. Sure. Um, oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Character. I completely but agree it with really, you. But it really does just, it's this movie is, it's a culmination. It's something we've been waiting for. Yes. And I think it really lands in that sense. And that it is one of those movies where you kind of suspend your belief and kind of watch it kind of like a child. You know, you're holding your popcorn just wide-eyed, excited to see them up on the screen all together. And I mean, it's a family reunion yeah. and it's all these characters who you've invested so much in yeah. coming together and it's just... A lot of that is fan service, but it it really is. But it's a like I there are so, it's like I feel like I've earned some fan service. Yes, yes. You know, they after have, all the dedication that after I've eighteen been, films I've and after years. ten years, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I'm okay with that. Yeah. I have oh, a theory. I you you want me to say it, and I will. Okay. I'll My theory out. is that they're going to fight something while this is happening, and Ant Man disappears. Interesting. Because only the Wasp is credited on IMDb right now. Whoa. Which also, it's like you don't know if that's like on purpose or like I'm just. Well, they play with that. I mean, like oh, a lot of them all the time. Like However, pre. I think it's yeah. too convenient that only she is credited on IMDb. They could also be playing with Julie. They could because also before Infinity War, on IMDb, everyone was slated for. Avengers 4 and then after the release of but I don't nobody's listed for Avengers 4 I, and you're like what the heck I feel like heck? no one will have noticed that yet um, well we have because we if nothing else now we hopefully have Pym and Stark working together yeah Man. because they've been enemies from the get go yeah. right and oh, I mean yeah. then with Cherie like hopefully the three of them teamed up together are going to be able to figure something yeah. out yeah exactly especially introducing another character that's gotta be like you know, just as good, if not better, than the others. I'm just, I'm dying to see what they do with Captain Marvel. Yes. And again, yes. also their first female-led superhero movie, which I think Much they're going to show us how it's done. Right. I, like, yeah. Versus, well, yeah. at the moment, it seems like they're kind of pinning everything down onto, she's the hope. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If oh, we get to that movie yeah. and she's not great, she's going to live up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. No, no, they are definitely setting her up <laughs> to be like our last hope. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so, so we got to, so the way, whatever they're going to do in Captain Marvel has to make sense for her to be very important in Avengers 4. And in totally. this, like, pivotal timing in between. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. That's our conversation. Thank you so much. Lee, your face. I, I love you guys. Anyway. All right. Um, sign this thing out. Um, well, all right. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is, I haven't thought this through at all. Let wow. us know what you think in the comments. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I, I not, don't let us know. <laughs> no, don't. Keep marveling. Keep marveling. Yeah. Do oh gosh. Um, I'm trying to remember. What we'll are your lists? Infinity Wars. Enjoy. Infinity Wars. This is the best house ever existed. Amazing. I am Groot. I am Groot. That's it. We are. Groot. All right. Now I'm going to record the real ending. Um,